Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Weird Things Podcast. As usual, the crew is gathered together. We have Mr. Justin Robert Young. Hi, gang. Mr. Brian Brushwood. I heard a theory that Justin's just a shave ape. Uh, I think a, you're half a right. A shave ape? Like an <laughs> ape that you would call for a shave? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I couldn't. Hey there, shave ape. Please, bring the primate. I need a, a would, sarsaparilla and a shave. I would say shaved ape, but it wouldn't rhyme with our previous characters of rape ape. And I'm Andrew Maine, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Weird Things Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, you imagine something? like he's wearing, for some reason, it's like the lederhosen kind of thing, and the <laughs> ape just wanders over with a straight-edge razor, and he's just I've got a big pile of hot foam on his arm he's just throwing it all around well and i if if the ape is doing the shaving you kind of get the idea that he he's very proud of what he does sure and and you can't like not let him shave you oh yeah no no <laughs> and he's like he's like you don't want to hurt his feeling as he's slicing up your face it's just <laughs> yeah, so you're... adorable that he's trying to give you a shave is the blood drains from you and you pass into unconsciousness you're like and hey so at least adorable. i made the ape happy and, and meanwhile, like a line of dudes dressed like Don Draper is just like, you know, curled around the block while, while when they get to the front, they're just like, wow, really? Like, this is what's happening? People are being mutilated in the face by an ape with a razor? It's the mayor's the, ape. Nobody wants to mayor's mayor. shave ape. Then the ape just looks at you with those hopeful eyes and like, oh, all right. It just sounds like 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 the premise to a Disney movie, right? It like never even you know, Mayor Dooley's magical shave ape. Like it, Dick Van Dyke should be singing about it. It never even occurs to anyone to like give him a rubber uh, razor blade or something. It's like, oh, come <laughs> on, man, you don't want to insult him. Just let him go. So um, I'm glad we're having this levity here, and everybody seems to have their spirits up. And um, I'm particularly proud of Justin for. Basically just making a what would appear to be a full recuperation, although I can detect some traces of shock and surprise and melancholy in his voice. And Brian, I'm 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 a little disappointed in you. As you should be, sir. For, for <laughs> what did I do again? Well, you know, your buddy Justin here, um <laughs> your, shame your, your youthful ward <laughs> went through a, a very, very tremendous ordeal and I didn't see much of an outcry of public support from you. Uh, what? Well, well, maybe uh, he has a lot of ordeals. Maybe refresh my memory on this <laughs> one. Ah, I see. Justin, pay him no mind. Well, yeah, of course. Andrew is referring to uh, the expedition that we went on—a little advanced scouting for what will hopefully be a future episode of Weird Things Live, in which uh, we we descended into the spider forest. Of of South Florida, and I was I was attacked. Why? I was attacked by a spider. Yeah. By we went into the spider forest, and he was attacked. And Brian's by what? <laughs> by the shave ape. I don't know. Oh, by yeah, by by a rogue shave ape, of course. And uh, you know, Brian, you understand how close this was coming to become a two man podcast. Oh, you mean you like you're so upset you're gonna fire me? That's what. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now um, know that that Justin. Could have died. Justin could have died, Brian. So, and then okay, this is the first me. I've heard about it, and I can't believe I missed out on it, and I'm so upset that Justin didn't even call to just tell me he almost narrowly escaped death. Oh, wait, pin oh, the God. blame on the victim. I know, of course, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Brian. 
<laughs> well, tell I, me I think, about it. You know, uh, yeah, sorry. If you want to take that call waiting from Al Gore, he, he'd like to talk to you. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, if only that there had been some eloquently penned 400-word post on iTrick or on uh, Weird Things About It. Oh, With photographs and video. You know what? I looked at all the pictures, and those were scary looking. I, I looked at the pictures, and I did not read the words. I am so you sorry. You think the pictures were scary, Brian? Try living through it. Oh my god! So, it, but it did. It did bite you. Uh, it came. It came very, very, very close. It, it was trying to wrap its its uh spider web around me. It was literally like I was spinning around while it got closer and closer upon you each revolution. You did not get video of this. A uh, bit of- yeah. With the tale, let me give a little bit of backstory to our listeners out there. Sure. So, I had heard rumors of a forest nearby that was taken over by spiders. Man dare not tread there because this was the domain of eight-legged creatures. And I said, Pshaw, that cannot be real, cannot be true. But I decided to do an expedition. First, I went in by myself and I stealthily took a look in there and realized, my God, there were a lot of freaking spiders there. So I convinced Mr. Justin Robert Young to come with me onto an expedition of which he was verily prepared for it with his flip flops. <laughs> as what? we, right. as we, right. as we right. trek into the forest, I hear, <laughs> and I turn around. I'm like, you're wearing flip flops. It's like, well, I didn't know what it was going to be. I'm like, it's a forest. I don't know. It's going to be like a forest. forest. No, but there's like a million nature preserves down here and they all have boardwalks. You can just walk along the boardwalk and you look at the nature stuff. I figured it was going to be one of those and 50% of the park was, but there were some very muddy areas for which I was ill prepared. I I admit. So the, the omen was not good, Brian, as all omens are not. Some omens are worse than others, and that that did not bode well as we ventured into this dark territory. And I realized that my companion there would uh, was ill advised. Had a merry look on his face. As if, I was, I was still happen? nimble. I, I felt like I really did. I, I retained uh, maximum agility, though. Yeah, well, there's a reason the spider attacked you and not me. Okay, because they're attracted to flip flops. Apparently, because then we <laughs> we had to go through mud, and so the flip flop went into. <laughs> It was definitely tr- some troubles. There were some footwear. There was, it was troubles. And I'm at that point like, hey, he chose his footwear. It's his problem. <laughs> so we we go in, and the first thing you noticed, you know, Justin, tell me, what's the first thing you noticed when you go into this forest? Uh, besides um, three words, spiders, spiders, spiders. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's exactly it. You see spiders everywhere. So like webs all across everywhere. I have my hat next to me, which is still covered in cobwebs from the forest. So there's just a ton of spider webs and they all interconnect. It's not one web. It's one massive web stretching miles and just spiders at every corner. And you realize it's not you just you stepped into a forest. You just stepped into a giant web. And the deeper we went, the darker it got. The trees overhang more. Less light came in from the sun. It was midday, but you would have thought it was dusk. And you had this very, very eerie feeling the further in you went. And the sense that you were being watched. Thus the title of the blog post. A million eyes were watching us. I'm watching the, uh, I'm looking at the photos of it right now. And this has got to be one of the meanest looking spiders I've ever seen. And it looks like a stock photo because it's so crisp and so gigantic and freakish. Nope, I, I took that there. And 
you know, some people pointed out like, oh, oh, it's this species of spider and, you know, it's harmless. I'm like, well, you know, I don't know if you ever heard of a wolf in sheep's clothing or the fact that some predators mimic other species. We don't know what it was unless we got some sort of DNA test. I'm not taking any bets. It's got a total skull on its back. Yeah, it was it was it was intimidating. They were everywhere. So it wasn't like there was just one giant spider. There was millions and millions of these guys everywhere. And like I said, their nets, I mean, see their webbings just connected from one point to the next, and you just walk into a part of the forest that was like some sort of tomb for Indiana Jones. And it was just hard to move through there without just running face into a web. And this is when an interesting thing happened. This is when all of a sudden that I, I got a little bit nervous and thought perhaps something more was going on. And we're going down a pathway and I'm taller, so I'm leading the front because, you know, that's the kind of guy I am. And I, I apologize. I should warn our listeners, this is not for the faint of heart. Um, this is, uh, you know, may not be, you know, some people able to handle this. So if, if you're, you know, easily prone to being afraid or easily frightened, maybe you shouldn't listen to this podcast. You're a real right puss in boots. You might as well pause the podcast right, right now. So we go a little further in. And we could tell. I mean, you just had that sense that we were being watched from everywhere. And you might hear little animals scuttle along on the side of the trail. And it would just look at you with these eyes and say, like, a little, we saw a little armadillo. And he's like, get out. <laughs> get out. Like, you know, what, what more do we have to worry about? The further on we went, the more that started to affect us. Finally, a little bit further ahead on the trailer, again, every spider web, if it doesn't, I don't knock it down, it's going to get knocked down by my face or my hat. So there was no web You're in the way. You're going around angering the indigenous inhabitants of the forest. The lords Not- of the forest, the spider lords themselves, you mock their homes. We weren't trying to, Brian. We weren't trying to. But the point, my point I'm trying to make is there was no web. There was no web for Justin to walk into. And yet I hear this shrieking howl from behind me, this blood-curdling scream. And I see Justin locked in mortal combat with a spider. Okay? This thing, this technique the spider had developed to evolve to fight much larger prey was impressive. And I couldn't tell you what kind of spider it was because it was a blur moving so fast. And so it had ensnared Justin with webbing. Okay? So as Justin would turn to swat at it, the spider would just swing to the other side and avoid his punch. Justin would parry. The spider would duck underneath it. As Justin fought at the spider, it was just wrapping him more and more into his web. Yeah, that was until I, I got a the, the flat of my palm on it, and I, I wound up smacking it off at the last second. But it really, really was maybe the most challenging moment of hand-eye coordination yeah. uh, with, with the highest stakes I've ever had. I, I think that it actually may have been my presence when the spider realized that I was there, that he fled. Because I think up until that then, I had been stealth-like, ninja-like, and the spider wasn't aware of my presence. And then, like, Predator turning off his cloaking device, I just materialized in front of him. The spider if saw another predator. If it Sancho pre- Panza, you would have been fine. Sure, yes. yeah. Well, you know, it also could have been that. Yeah, so. Or Maybe a little both. Yeah. Maybe a little both. Probably, yeah. Spider fled. I was going to go chase after it, but I had to make sure that Justin didn't get bit. By the way, I love the way the whole article is written. It reminds me of uh, Tales of Adventure from the 1920s or whatever, you know. As quickly as it appeared, the spider faded back into the forest. I had to resist every urge to leap off the trail, chase after it, and kill the beast out of loyalty to my friend. But vengeance had to be put on hold to make sure Mr. Young was indeed okay. 
<laughs> Brian, I'm a matter-of-fact speaker, and I write the same way. Exactly. <laughs> you lay it out. The facts only. It's the facts. <laughs> I don't go into hyperbole or exaggeration. For any of our listeners out there that want to find out more about the spider attack and the outcome, you can actually go to weirdthings.com and see the photos that Brian was talking about and see the video. I actually was able to capture a video of the tail end of the attack where Justin was triumphant, we think. He may still have some sort of lasting wounds. He may have been bitten, and it could be some sort of poison that's sitting in his veins right now, working its way. It could be little spider eggs were injected into All him. Oh, right. That's gross. Spider Stop babies it. are going to hatch All out of right. his mouth and his ears. In my uh, imagination, he's just like, come on, guys. Would you calm down? And as he's saying this, like thousands of spider babies are coming out of his eyeballs. Exactly, yeah, as they all just, you know, all of a sudden like, oh, wow, why do my headphones keep falling out? <laughs> Spiders just explode just like a bag out of popcorn. Of... Oh, God. You're at the, you're at the, uh, the studio warehouse, right? That'd be nice. I'd have to go clean it up. Don't yeah. explode there. Explode in your car. <laughs> So, uh, Brian, we have, we're always on the outlook for new adventures, new places to explore, and the Spider Force is one example, and now we've got our listeners out there. We want them, if they can think of anything, particularly looking for stuff in the South Florida area, if you have any suggestions, please let us know any mysteries. Potentially, we might do them for Weird Things Live, which I think we might be doing more of those. What do you think, guys? Dude, I want them every week. Yeah. I think, I don't know. Uh, I would, I would assume that at some point we do them on a fairly regular basis, and one day we'll talk about yeah how our, we're gonna do them. Given the track more. record of our podcasting, I don't see why that couldn't happen. I, I'm amazed we're able to do one in, inside of a week. This is great. Oh, it's incredible! It's amazing what adrenaline will do. So, how many hours are you guys willing to drive or able to drive? I guess, you know, it's not a matter of willing, it's a matter of logistics, like uh, just so people get an idea of what the zone of conflict is. We're open to anything, any place in the world, if it's interesting enough. Short of that, uh, we right now we're looking for more. We've got a ton of stuff in the South Florida area, which would sort of be Orlando or below. So that's what we're looking at for right now. And I guess also, yeah. I know there are there are skeptic groups and investigation groups uh-huh. and cryptomundo groups and all all different types of people anywhere. Anyone yeah. who wants to participate, definitely hit us up. Absolutely, absolutely. If you guys are doing an investigation, and we'd love to talk to you about maybe you know, finding some way to you know do co investigations or put that in front of a larger audience, that could be awesome. So we're totally open to that. We're trying to expand that. Also, anybody out there, uh, we're looking for more contributors for weirdthings.com. Anybody has an interest in blogging and has an area of interest that they like, we'd uh, love to hear your voice on there. Uh, We'd love to have more women. By more, I mean any women (laughs) on there blogging. And if you think you have an interest in that, uh, Justin, what's the best place to contact us? Uh, you are going to, you know, we'll just use the same mail that we use for this podcast. So weirdthingsmail at gmail.com. There you go. Weirdthingsmail at gmail.com. Did I get that right? That's it. That is the way. uh, Yeah. So just hit me up there and we'll figure out, uh, you know, we'll add you to the the burgeoning roster of of writers for weirdthings.com. Yeah, there's a lot of great content. If you're not going there, please check that out. There's new stuff going all the time and we got a lot of great writers there. And we've been getting more and more 
uh, in touch with some of the other podcasts out there and some of the other people. Yeah, I just Andrew, did, you, yeah, you just did a, a, a guest spot, right? Yeah, I just did a guest spot on the Point of Inquiry podcast and with Karen, who does the Oswis does Monster Talk. And so we want to try and you know bring some of those people over here and do a lot of cross promotion on that because there's a lot of neat people out there doing neat stuff. Most of them more grown up than us, I guess is the best term. <laughs> So, any event, uh, that's just a little housekeeping note there. We got sent to us a a scenario, and they asked us to read this on the show. And I don't have the name of the person here who sent this in. Um, Is this the one I sent you today? Yes. Let me pull right, that up. See if I can find the name. I can get it. I can. This is from Dan Dan Wheeler. Yes. So I'm going to read this to you. All right. You guys ready? Ready. In episode two of Weird Things Investigates, the Night Creeper, Justin dives into the river after Frogman. As he gets deeper, which this is where it deviates from reality. Justin instead just stood on the shore peeing himself. As he gets deeper and deeper into the fetid waters of the mangroves, he begins to get the impression that he's being watched. He feels a dark chill make its way up his spine as a cold fog creeps slowly over the surface of the river Yet he bravely passes upstream. Suddenly, there is a grunting roar from the far shore, and startled Justin drops his torch into the chest-deep water. Alerted to his presence by the splash below, a spider dives from the vines overhead and wraps him tightly in its sticky web. I just love the visual of Justin in the suit swimming across the water at night. With a burning torch. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) which he's British, so it could be flashlight. Okay, okay. (laughs) Well, either way, maybe clenched his teeth. So, Spider dives in from overhead and is wrapping Justin in a sticky web. Justin thrashes about, struggling to free himself. He's almost free of his bonds when Andrew, that'd be me, observes a surge across the surface of the river, followed by a massive wake heading upstream towards, which would be our Palm City Sea Beast. Andrew frantically tries to alert Justin to the danger ahead of his way, but the mangroves are too thick. His screams are muffled by the dense layers of trees and cannot be heard the sounds of Justin's struggles. The Leviathan sucks Justin down from beneath the surface, his arms flailing wildly as he thrashes around, trying to free himself from the clutches of the beast. The creature's too strong and drags him below the surface. I await anxiously by the shore, hoping for some sign of my friend. Minutes go by, nothing until suddenly, with a great roar, Justin bursts out from under the surface of the river at his feet, holding up the severed head of the beast's jaws still clamped around the little finger of his right hand. No. Yeah. The next day, Latvia sells the TV rights to the broadcast to Jub Aptow for his new dramatic remake of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and 30% of the revenue goes to weird things. To celebrate their unexpected good fortune, Brian invites me and Justin to dinner with the family in Texas. Over the course of dinner... <laughs> Justin gets a bit bitey and eats Brian's wife and kids while Brian is powerless to save them and Andrew's busy recording it on his iPhone. That is horrible. Because we we could get a way better deal than 30%. Yeah, and I'd like to think I'd probably use an HD camera. Well, I could be using the iPhone 4 on there, so maybe that is the case. Two weeks on, the infection is spread on. Apparently, you got some sort of infection. The entire United States is almost entirely zombies, with only a few scattered survivors around the country. By now, Andrew is sick of Brian's negative attitude. <laughs> Amen to that. And decides to head off on his own, taking Brian's car, provisions, and a shovel. So to recap, Andrew is well-stocked and well-armed with supplies and transport to weather the coming storm. 
Brian is still at home and feeling a little depressed. And Justin, <laughs> you're a zombie. What do you do? Start a new civilization, round up survivors, hunt down Justin, eat brains, etc. Uh, number one, I think I'm I'm going to go ahead and, and stick with this brains thing. You know, uh, you really can't argue with, with success recruiting wise. Uh, you know, I'm leading a zombie nation of undead soldiers who want nothing more than to devour those who are still living and create more uh, more minions for uh, for my my ever growing empire. So go so. for market share. Yo, yeah, no, I think this is, listen, you know, you, you can only ignore the trends uh, so much, Andrew and Brian, you know, it's about time that you join team, team eating people's brains. This is a great idea, though. The idea that, like, Justin has all of his faculties. Wait, wait, to wait, 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 family murdered, nation <laughs> rolled, being threatened. Oh, yeah, by, by the way, Brian, sorry people. about that. You know, <laughs> that whole murdering your family thing. Hey, uh, man, sometimes you get a little rumbly-tumbly. You know, you get yeah. you know, like, a sweet, sweet two-year-old. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, hey, listen, if if I could do it again, I, I probably wouldn't, you know, I, maybe I would have managed my, my hunger a little bit more, but... You know, listen. Sometimes you gotta. You know, we don't. We don't choose how how our legends are born. I, this I is, like that. I, I like that Brian is powerless to save them as you get bitey and eat them. And I just I have this image of this nicely set. You know, we're in the good. We're in the dining room, right? And Brian's just in shock. Is Justin's like nom 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 nom. <laughs> I'm like I gotta get this on my iPhone. And Brian's like ah, no. No, wait. Well, that's the funny part because apparently, apparently, I didn't even uh, try to attack him. I was just powerless, no, no. right? And then the fact, no. the fact that he's not like a mindless monster means that when he's done with, like, you know, with the arm of a two-year-old kind of poking out of his teeth, he's just like, he's just like, oh, oh, dude, oh, <clears throat> oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I mean, or it's like, <laughs> do you even apologize? Or you're just like, hey, man, I didn't see, I didn't hear no rules. I didn't hear that I couldn't eat your children. I just I just imagine that, Brian, you're like Will Ferrell and Austin Powers. You're just like, oh, my God, you're eating my wife. You're, and now my child as well. This is inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, because I guess it doesn't end with the fact that the fact that you just take my car. <laughs> like, at this point, you sound like a rebellious teenager where it's like, I'm like, no, in this house, we do not eat my family. And you're like, whatever, old man, I'm out of here. <laughs> well, you no, no, Andrew key. steals your car. Yeah, oh, I, Andrew. Oh, I thought I thought you did, which was that no, was Andrew, was... Andrew, who's who's perturbed by your negative attitude after having <laughs> your wife and children eaten in front of you. You know, as, and I'll be the first to admit, Andrew, that is a character flaw of mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's something I'm working on. I have issues. Um, my uh, uh, my I had some relatives who used to eat family members and it would really ruin holidays. And I'm sorry I kind of <laughs> snap at that thing. Yeah, where's your southern hospitality, Brian? I just imagine me asking you to move out of the way so I can get a better angle. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. I'm like, you're like, no, this is, no, this is not, not, no, no. And Justin's like, hey, do you got any Stubbs barbecue sauce? <laughs> so, uh, okay, well, then that kind of ruins, like, what I thought was the most interesting aspect of this was that just <laughs> Justin. family? What, that Justin had all of his faculties about him, and that uh, I like the idea even more of Justin grabbing the car and driving around like, so what's next? I guess I'm a zombie. Guess I like to eat them brains. How am I gonna no, I'm this? I'm on I'm on a walking tour. It's like you know, like Forrest Gump, but with zombies. Like I'm just gonna keep walking, and people are just sort of gonna you know come up behind me, and we're all gonna march 
you know, throughout America, just eating anybody that comes across our. Path. But see, is that really the best place? Because if like if you're cognizant of the fact that you're a zombie now and you want to eat brains, it's like I would go in stealth mode. I would like set up a zombie army and I'd like hang out in the background and wait for them to bring me fresh brains to eat. And... Yeah, and I don't know if everyone's gonna be like me. You know, I don't know if, if all of a sudden it's just like you wake up and you're like, well, I'm a zombie now. And I can think, you know, because really at, at some point the bloodlust clouts your vision because I wouldn't normally eat your family. So, yeah, but you're, I you're am missing, your you're missing some aspect of free will, the, apparently. The, the problem that I'm seeing now is like if they do all have their abilities about them, their faculties, then all of a sudden it's like I see Justin like, listen, I'm not really leadership material. I'm not, yeah. I don't have the whole <laughs> well, CEO thing well, going for me. Well, like if they have their faculties about them, Brian, then apparently zombieism is really just a lifestyle choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, hey man, don't judge us. That's what you gotta do. Just, is, is go somebody just took a little rubber stamp, suits. stamp zombie on your hand, you're like, well, now I gotta eat brains now. <laughs> well, I imagine like like all of a sudden it's it's one of those things where I just have the hunger come over me so much that like like I'm. I'm eating dinner with you and Andrew and your family, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Hey, can you please uh, pass the gravy? I'm I'm really hungry." And then smash cut to me and just the blood splattered horror that is the aftermath of me eating your family. And I'm like, "Oh God, that happened. Mm, <laughs> wow, is this awkward?" Yeah. So, uh, so I guess you, so you what? Walk into it. That's your plan. Walk around. You find the nearest elementary school. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying from gump. from this from this scenario, I have, I have for some reason, uh, and I'm just gonna go ahead and chalk it up to, you know, maybe I'm a little disoriented by this whole eating your family thing. Uh, so I just kind of walk, and I, I keep on walking through, you know, the rural Austin suburb that you live in. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. From where I'm sitting. And uh, and again, you know, I apologize for my negative attitude, but if, <laughs> if you thought it was negative before, <laughs> like I can think of no m more honest and pure origin story for somebody who at least would attempt to go out and become like the blade of zombie hunters or whatever. But right. I'm not saying I would be successful. I'd probably get like three blocks down and then like stub my toe and fall over and get my brains dashed on a rock. But it's like, I'm going full on. It's like, I've lost my family. My friends have betrayed me. Andrew's a dick. You know? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm killing things. I like, because it's like, you realize, like, yeah, I was a coward. I let it happen. You know, you're, you're the realization that you were just like, every superhero origin, you were, you were powerless because you just lacked the will. But now, now you have the resolve when no, it's a I little liked, too I late to I liked all the them. guns is what I'd like yeah. to think. And then it's like, yeah. no matter where I am, it's like I always have bullets and guns and poisons. and. Well, you know, in this... So wait, would, you, would you have guns? I mean, do you have guns in, in the house? I mean, do, oh, would you have easily access to firearms that you could hunt me down? Yeah, I would say... Uh, I mean, real... Oh, yeah. I mean, after the fact? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd be victim zero of the Brian Plague about to yeah. take down zombies across so the you're, So you're immediately going after me, right? Oh, like, yeah. No, and it's like I'm doing it and because I'm also... You know, I don't have the training at this point. I'm just some sure. guy who happens to own a gun and it has a black heart now that my family's been eating. And so it's like I'm going to try to figure out a way to trick you into doing it where it's like, ah, oh, dude, I'm so mad at you, Justin. But first... Uh, listen, there's this really funny video. It's got Adrian Brody in it. Do me a favor, watch this. 
Give me three minutes, and then it's like, and then I come sneaking up with you with a shotgun and then blow off the back of your. Brain. I also, I also like the idea of you really falling in love with the name Blackheart. Like that's your superhero name. So you're like you ride it on your car and everything, and then like two weeks later, you're like, this is kind of a stupid name. No, it's like I go down to the mall and I get vinyl stickers made for my, for my car that say Blackheart Express. Yeah, I like, I like this too. Like, what's your car? What's your what's your car right now? It's a, it's a freaking Pacifica, dude. Okay, I like the idea that like you know, well, like you're, the you're black gonna, you're Pacifica. Gonna, wait, you're gonna come, you're gonna come have a confrontation with me, and and of course, like you let you know, why did I let that happen? I'll be like, yeah, hey, I was powerless like you, so you won't kill me. And then I'll be like, dude, you can have any car you want. Civilizations fall apart. Why are you driving around your Pacifica? <laughs> you know, and you're like, I was like, because oh. I put the stickers on it, dude. Yeah, you're like, yeah. And now there aren't any more vinyl sticker places because they're all zombies. So what I'm am like, I going to hand dude, scrawl? There's it? a Maserati dealership right over there. You could you could put the stickers on there. <laughs> now, like Brian, you got to think bigger. What is what is your your zombie hunter's car, Brian? What do you go with? Oh, the ultimate. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm a little bit corrupted because, you know, once you have certain ideas in your mind, you can't shake them. And like uh, the practicality of the zombie survival guide by Max Brooks is too much to be ignored, where it's just like, uh, listen, I know you want to get yourself a tank or a Hummer or some giant thing. Fact is, all the cars are crashed up on the road and there's no way for you to get around. Second of all, those are loud. They're going to attract the zombies. You know what you're going to be riding? A bicycle. And I'm like, no. No, I don't want to ride a bicycle. And they're like, what kind of weapon you want? Well, you want something quiet and that has range. Guess what? You get a crossbow. Crossbow? No. Yeah. And so it's, anyway, that's all those ideas are stuck in my mind. And so now I feel like I'm ready for the apocalypse. I'm going to be I riding think- around on the Blackheart Express bicycle with, <laughs> with my bow and arrow. Completely and- wrong. I, his thinking is, you know why you drive a Hummer around? Why? One, because you can push things out of the way that are blocking the road. Two, you put a winch on it so you can drag it out of there. Three, you can put a ton of supplies and things like that so you can buckle down and be safe. What happens on your bike and you get caught out in the open? Didn't this man watch Omega Man? Oh, I'm sure right. he did, dude. I'm sure he based it on all that stuff. But the problem, the problem with the Hummer is that you got to stop. And this is of all motor vehicles. Is uh, it, you know, let's face it. If, if you got gridlock on the highway, which is what you'll have when society breaks mm-hmm. down, you can't push them all out of the way. That's crazy talk. Uh, and uh, well, no, you all, drive. You got to get, you got to get the, plus, you know, the fuel concerns. It's like, you know, the fuel pumps aren't running. You got to be able to siphon out fuel from depots as you find them. It's like, oh, I understand. No, I, I understand this. But I mean, but the fuel thing, it'll, it's either, it'll either, it depends on how fast it happens. It's either going to sit in, it's either going to sit at the bottom of the gas stations for a while because there'll still be fuel down there, even though after the pump stop work and it's still going to be in the tanks of cars. I'm just saying, if you're riding around on a bicycle, I mean, you're just you're just inviting zombie attack. You get caught out there at night. You have no protection. You can't. You, all of your supplies have to be on you. Part of it depends on what your whole point is, too. I mean, why are you? What do you need transportation for? I imagine if I'm trying to go from town to town to find survivors, you know, what am I going to do? Pull up, bring, 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 hop on my handlebars. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> do you hear that, Max Brooks? You've been called yeah. out, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you know, in your you face. You can send it to. You can send those hate letters to Andrew. Care of weird things. I'm saying he's like. It's like you know. It's that you heard of the term the cozy apocalypse. I uh, I did just a few seconds ago. And, and and it's a it's a genre of apocalypse writing where people sort of write these sort of comfortable, happy sort of apocalypses. Oh, the world's gone, but then you know we we're freaking living cottages and ride our bicycles around and we survive because we got rid of all those pesky people. You know things are comfortable, not the gritty, gritty, dark, the road kind of this. This is bad. This is really bad. You, I wish I was dead. Kind of apocalypse. 
So I'm I'm just Yeah, but you gotta figure, you know, if if what starts out by uh you know what, what people are, are, are referring to as Justin Zombie Nation, you know, as that sweeps our our civilization and disrupts everything, it's not gonna be like you know, we're not going to really bring society to a screeching halt. It's just going to be a major, major issue, right? Like, well, it depends. What kind of infection rate are we talking about here? I don't know. I mean, uh, these things start to fall apart. So another reason I use a Hummer too is like I can power that thing with with whether I have you know if I get diesel, I can power with vegetable oil, all that. I can use it as a generator. And here's the other t- here's the other part of the plant. All right, I'm, what am I going to do here? Like I'm looking for chicks. All right, <laughs> I'm looking for women. Okay, and I'm going to pull up on I my love, bike. The, the fact that we couldn't have like three more opposite agendas. We have Justin who just wants to eat braids. Bride has sure. got this black heart superhero <laughs> thing going. And then Brian Brushwood is wearing, black heart wearing his sunglasses, cruising down in a convertible, and he's just like he's trolling for 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 booty, and he sees like a hot chick, and he's like, "Hey, baby!" She turns and is like, "Ah!" And, ah. Zombies, and he's just yeah. like, "Oh, yikes!" And keeps on going. I shoot her and then find out she was just really ugly. <laughs> oh, I, I, I imagine Brian comes in contact with another band of survivors and they're like, like, oh, you're Blackheart. It's like, no, I'm I'm zombie killer with an A now. I'm zombie killer. It's like, oh, really? Why do you? Why are you? It's really confusing. I was I like, just, well, there's another guy who called himself like Black, Black Blue Blackheart's Heart. a pretty terrible name. So. <laughs> Plus, you think a heart, and it's all you know. It's not. It's not Valentine's Day. Sounds, we'll sounds a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Gay. And they're like they're looking and, at and your car racist. that you can stick it. So you'll see the dust outlines because you didn't wash it. And you pulled <laughs> off the, the decals with the stickers. It still says Blackheart. You're like you should wash that. You're like, have you seen a car wash around here within 500 miles? It works, dude. I'll tell you what. I don't know how I would. Like it really depends on on what the you know what what the infection does to somebody because i feel like if if i had my faculties and in general most of the zombie nation had their faculties like it might not be a pretty it might not be the worst gig to run a barbarian horde that was completely destroyed well you know what i'd love is if some aspect of the fact that since you're patient zero and like sure. everyone you bite there's some bit of you that goes into them and so you have like oh, this definitely. zombie zombie hordes and they're all like Icing each other, you know, like bros icing bros, zombies, <laughs> zombies, zombs icing zombs. <laughs> exactly, it's like they take they take toddlers, like you gotta suck the blood, man. Oh man, zombs, braining zombs. What <laughs> what's what's the dude name for zombie now? Zos, 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 braining zos, zos before hoes, bro. <laughs> So now, Andrew. So you're just out. You're you're looking to be, you know, repopulating. Yeah, and so actually, that's, it. that's that's why that'll be the tagline right before Justin eats Andrew. Like Andrew's got a chick, and he's he's about to, you know, repopulate his species and his very highly calculated plan on how to repopulate. And he's selected the right woman based on her genetic phenotype. And then, uh, and then, you know, uh, out pops Justin just as he's about to get to second base. And uh, he's like, Justin, what are you doing? I'm about to repopulate the species. And Justin just says, sorry, dude. Zoes before hoes. <laughs> and then he eats her. <clears throat> nom, 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 nom. Boo. I don't like that scenario. <laughs> th- I mean, if I have my faculties, there's no reason why I can't be banging regular humans, right? I don't think they'd want to have you. I mean, if the choice is death, 
If it's bang Justin well, I, or death. I think I think that they're gonna get infected if they have sex with you. No, you know what? This and if what, you're a zombie. If he's smart, he plays this all like. Uh, well, he's I'm not the falling victim. apart, am I necessarily? Yeah. I'm not. What do, you, what do you think you are? You're just like, hey, look. I'm, I'm just, just infected. I'm sick. Gotta, I'm manageable. Yeah, no, it's like it's like AIDS. You know, I can live with it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. With like, well, are we talking AIDS early '80s and all the outward symptoms of that? Are you talking AIDS treated with antivirals and all that technology, Brian? Justin, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking. If Justin's smart, he's able to spin it to the media. He goes to the media early on and owns this thing head on that he's got a condition or whatever, and then like you know goes around oh telling all the lies. Oh my god, it'll be the best. Oh my God, imagine Keith Olbermann and Rachel Maddow sticking up for zombie rights. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the best. Oh. I'm just saying, you're kind of overlooking the fact that uh, AIDS didn't like cure itself. I've got a disability, Andrew, All and right. I really don't appreciate your, your hate uh, provincial hate my, my science. Uh, 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 that is making fun of and singling out my disability, which just happens to be. The necessity and complete wanton disregard for human life in my desire for brains. Yeah, do you think just because he wants to eat brains means he wants to kill you and your family? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. how insensitive. Listen, gentlemen, I, I, I like your attempt to sort of sidestep the issue here, how Justin's trying to create a zombie cozy apocalypse <laughs> where he has no outward symptoms of this because it's like he uses the AIDS example, which still a deadly disease, and if it's not treated... There are very, very visible outward symptoms. So, all right. So, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to get a gauge on the rules here. I don't know how much I'm falling apart. Well, I'm trying to figure. Do you just, is this zombie thing just, just a lifestyle choice for you? I, according to this scenario, that's what I was led to believe. So no, really, it's, it's just, of, it's, it's a, kind of it's a meme. It's a meme. It's not even a pathogen. It's an idea that got in your head one day. I want to be a zombie. No, there's some hunger inside of me, but. Okay. You know, uh, once I, you know, uh, satiate it, I mean, I don't know how much I'm, I'm the rest of the dead. Time. You know, yeah, so why say... don't we just call it like cannibalism? Because, I mean, you're clearly not a zombie. Well, did he ever say zombie? No, he didn't. In... He's, um, he's... And Justin, you're a zombie. And to recap, <laughs> and Justin, you're a zombie. <laughs> Maybe I'm not reading that right. Well, you know, like zombies, such a loose term. <laughs> Uh, all right, so so Andrew, you're out trying to bang anything that it moves. Brian, you're going through increase, uh, you know, gimmick after gimmick in your. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think that the first one works, but but you know what? You're right. I can see like every six weeks I've reinvented myself. I've got. And it gets the moment where you were just really confused by it, <laughs> and it's like the moment Brian I have success. By. The moment He's I got say- like. The moment you I drive by, you've got like owl feathers and like a unicorn horn. And you're like, what the, I'm like, oh, I'm between, I'm between. And the moment, the moment, like, I have success with one weapon, like, that's just, oh, well, that's got to be my trademark weapon. Cause, you know, I always use, you know, a half broken dagger. And then I decide that's <laughs> stupid. And then it's like, well, I'm going to try a gun. It's like, well, I'm, I can't hit with a gun. It's like, I, well, I, I would like to imagine that you get all of your, your, you know, uh, costume and, you know, accessories and everything before you try the weapon. So it's like like you're you're half dagger, and then you try to kill a zombie and you can't because it's too short. And yeah, you could really use that full dagger, and you're like, ah, oh, god, that's annoying. Now I can't be half dagger. I think I have like a tactic when Brian starts to play the blame game and comes back to me like every you know he's drunk and he's like, why didn't you stop anything? I'm like, hey, uh, I saw some bagpipes a half mile back. <laughs> Brian's like. 
bagpipes. I could be the zombie pied piper. <laughs> I just watch the little gears turn. He's like, oh, we're not finished here. Imagine this. And it's horrible. The bagpipe music is terrible because he just learned. He's like, you're learning how to play it as you go. He's got the full on kilt and all that. But I would love to think, I would love to think it like that, um, the height of my failure and idiocy, like the fusion, like the fact that nobody was dumb enough to try just picking up bagpipes and leading zombies. Like uh, somehow the random discord like triggers some kind of, some kind of endorphin that causes all the zombies to act. Like somehow it actually works. I would just love that idea. Well, or, no, no, this is all window. Like the thing is you're a reasonably effective zombie killer. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, this is all window dressing to you just shooting a zombie in the head with a gun, <laughs> you know? But, like, you know, some people will be, like, like, they'll be waiting. You know, there's, they're, like, the huddled family in Plano, Texas, as the zombies kind of descend in, uh, and in what is surely their final hours, they're saying to each other, like, well, really, our only hope now is owl unicorn and guy. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, no, he's, he's, he's the bagpiper now. Oh, <laughs> really? In the distance, you're... <laughs> <laughs> Could it be? Could it be? <laughs> or I like, I like it, is he keeps going through this identity crisis every time you know I hang out with him. He starts running through stuff and be like, "Oh, Batman did it. Plastic Man did it." <laughs> starts. Detective Which, by the way, I love the fact that you're making time to keep running into Brian after <laughs> after you left him without a car and didn't help him while his family was murdered. Every once in a while, you just pull up with two chicks. You know, in his Pacific gun, you're like, hey, what's up, Bri? What's going on? And it's oh, like, I'm just hanging out. What are you now? Oh, no, yeah, I pull no. up and I'm, I turn to the girls. I'm like, you got to see this. Yeah. <laughs> it's why like, oh, there, no. Why is there a man riding an ostrich? <laughs> <laughs> and every meeting ends with me, like, trying to pull a gun on you, but you're always, like, tearing off in your latest car, your, your convertible <laughs> or whatever. And you never leave one for him. Like, it's always just like... Like, uh, I like to imagine that Brian's like, all right, you're not, it's it's like this, like, Lucy pulling the football out of Charlie Brown's fucking way. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, so, uh, you know, Andrew, you're, you're talking to Brian. Brian's like, all right, you're not going to, like, just leave me here without a car again, are you? You're like, oh, like, Brian, 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 calm down. Would I do that to you? Anyway, can you go into that A&W, uh, you know, root beer shack yeah, I mean, and see if like, you can hey, find any I, provisions. Be, all right, no, all right, Andrew. No, I'd be better be like, hey, I got a new costume for you in the trunk. Go take a look. <laughs> Walks around to the trunk just so I can peel out on him. <laughs> and all of a sudden you just crank. For some reason you're playing Cindy Lauper as the two girls just high-five each <laughs> other and laugh. just want to have fun. <laughs> as he drives oh. off into the distance. Is Andrew's like sex and, and machine man? On the back of the, of the car, a bunch of cans, and across the back is like just procreated, is written on the back or something. <laughs> I like this apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thing. How am I the cozy apocalypse when you've carved out the niche where you're just banging girls two at a time? <laughs> and pausing to mock Brian in his quest. <laughs> Hey, listen, you chose this future. I'm just living there. <laughs> Meanwhile, the tragic history of the man with a thousand gimmicks. <laughs> Drive by, he's got like the Twinkie the Kid hat on. <laughs> <laughs> really, by the way, I love the fact that, that Justin really is throwing me a bone where he just kind of slides in. He's like, no, 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 but you really are a very effective zombie killer. <laughs> no, no, because that's what makes it funny is that people are like, like, well, our only hope now is the Lucha Libre zombie killer. <laughs> it's like, no, no, he's Mr. Soft Serve now. He just always has ice cream on him. Like, oh, really? Oh, man, I thought he was the raccoon. 
No. I gotta go buy a lot of guns. <laughs> you keep registering new Twitter accounts. <laughs> <laughs> just just bagged another bad guy. <laughs> That's the nice thing about Twitter is you can change it. You don't have to have a new account. <laughs> Why am I following Lucha Libre's Lucha Libre killer? <laughs> oh wait, no, this is soft serve. Soft serve. I just like for the Lucha Libre one, like you come up on a zombie and you just immediately realize how cumbersome having a mask on your face is. <laughs> and how like giving bizarre speeches in Spanish just makes no sense to a zombie. <laughs> it doesn't forward the killing at all. Well, I think I think we pretty much settled this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, by the way, think... we, we've given very good positive reinforcement to anyone else who would like to write us an equally elaborate scenario. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, uh, Dan Wheeler, man, he killed it. This was great. Well, congratulations to Dan. Dan, that was that was great. <laughs> Folks, there is a little thing that we do on the YouTube called Weird Things TV. And we put out there on the last episode of Weird Things TV, there is this, it really is one of the most fascinating uh, collections of sports, science, and the occult I think we've ever seen. It, it is a national arms race to see which country can come up with the most psychic animal for which to divine the winners of World Cup games. And so far... Far and away, the leader, and really the start of all this trend, was a little zoo in Oberhausen, Germany, where they forced all their animals for the last couple years in uh, German national team play, of soccer play, that they have them all pick which team is going to win. And the one that has shown an uncanny knack for constantly picking the winners is Paul the Octopus, who's now become an international celebrity. But... We saw last week Germany played Argentina, so Argentina went scurrying for their own psychic animal to no avail. They had a dolphin, but he was terrible. He picked the wrong. He picked Argentina to win, and they got blown out. So Paul the Octopus is still the undefeated champion, but we, we put out for everybody on Weird Things TV, or everybody who watches Weird Things TV, which of course you can get at youtube.com slash weirdthingstv, is to give us their own psychic animal, what they believe the most psychic possible animal could be. And I said I would read a, a few uh, of them, of, of the best ones here on, on the podcast. So I will just say this one. Uh, VOC771 posited the psychic titmouse, because he likes to say the word titmouse. Um, we have a, a bunch of them from monkeys, cats. But I wanted to get your guys' opinion. What, what do you think what is, is the most psychic possible animal? I think there's no doubt about it. It's got to be a psychic cockroach. And if only there was some kind of way to simulate <laughs> what it would be like to have All right. a psychic cockroach. Wait, wait to sell one plug on top of another. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Is there such an app? Because that would be incredibly convenient on my iPhone or iPad. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, Brian. When you said a psychic cockroach, I'm going, yeah, that could be kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, wait a second. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have stormed out of his dinner with his family dead. I know, I know. And you're like, now, nah, yeah, try and sell some apps post-apocalypse. Try that now, Andrew. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you go to the, I have on the app store, I have my psychic cockroach, which is a self-working magic trick. Bob does two different tricks. One you help him with, one is self-working. So if you're interested in that, you can go do that. But I want to bring up a controversy here. Did you hear poor Paul has been the victim of fraud? 
He Paul has. Which, yes. Paul who? Paul, Paul the, the Octopus. The, the Octopus, really? The, uh, go on. Well, so, he's got a stellar record, Brian, and, you know, because he's a creature of the sea and other people have to speak for him, and it turns out that uh, some people decided they were going to try and fake a prediction. Yes. Yeah. So here's here's the deal. So Paul has picked every game of the German national team at the World Cup correctly, including one game that they lost. So it's not like they just keep, you know, basically what they do is they lower two bins into his tank and they both have muscles in them. And he has to grab one muscle out of the two bins when each bin has a flag on it. Did somebody like and spike one of the muscles? No, I mean to, to this point, I mean there might be somebody doing some uh, some some monkey business, but we'll, we'll take the Oberhausen Zoo at their word and say and, that and this is Paul's natural psychic ability. And as far as we know, Paul is the fairest thing about the World Cup. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there was a picture that circulated today of Paul selecting out of. Uh, the Spain bin, that there was two bins, one Germany, one Spain. Spain, of course, being Germany's next opponent at the World Cup. But it was a forgery. It was a, it was a Photoshop forgery of Paul selecting the muscle when the one match that Germany wound up losing. So it, it, it's international controversy. International entry. on the internet, you say. Indeed. Uh, so anyway, Andrew, what, what's your what's your take? Well, if we're gonna select one animal to to try and and hone their psychic ability to take down Paul and his German tyranny, what what would you say? Uh, what, what's your guess? Hey, dude, I gotta go with cats. Cats are just uncanny and spooky to me. So I would I would. And it, we got a lot of cat suggestions. I know, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with the, the the crowd on that one. Um, maybe monkey, you know, a, a chimp because it'd be fun to watch him make a prediction, but he doesn't care. I think a cat, but then a cat might know, but then just turn on you just cause it's a cat. <laughs> All right. I will read one more that we got on the YouTube, uh, comment section, uh, and then, then we can move on, but and I'll read this on the, on the weird things TV thing too, cause it's so funny. I'm not sure about the most psychic, but the sponge is the smartest animal. If you asked a sponge to pick the winner of a soccer match, it would just sit there because it knows no matter who wins, it's still a stupid soccer match. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Drunken Roundtable. Who, uh, that is I think awesome. That's, that's the five-star winner. Uh, all right, so there we go. Uh, Weird Things TV. It comes out twice a week, and uh, you should watch it on YouTube. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Weird Things Podcast. We thank you all for listening in, and hopefully we'll get another one up real soon. And if you want to facilitate that, send in your ideas. Check us out at weirdthings.com, weirdthings.tv. Check out Brian Brushwood with Scam School, which have new episodes are available on Thursday. On Thursday, yeah. At, at, at Revision 3. And you can listen to and watch Justin and Brian in fantastic color and audio on twit.tv every Tuesday night when they do the soon-to-be-renamed NSFW show. Correct. Boom. There Until we next go. Time, and of course, weird. yeah, Andrew Main. Well, real quick, andrewmain.com. Also go check that out. All the magic you could possibly want in your life. Yeah, true. All day. suggestion or scenario for the next Weird Things podcast, email weirdthingsmail at gmail.com. You're like, oh, you know what, Andrew? That's really interesting. Stop talking about it. (laughs)